Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Um, we're having a party behind scenes right now. I mean, so much of a party. We got Fleshmith to follow our channel. Uh, and if you don't know, that's Jason here in our game. <laughs> no, he, uh, to be honest, he had some, uh, there was some Twitch issues going on that unfollowed him. Not his fault. He's been a longtime follower. I can prove it. Uh, but super party happening. Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm ready. I will say being back at work for this, you know, this now I'm a week and a half. My words escape. I don't know what to say anymore. My brain is mush. Um, but we're here. We're putting on the show anyways. <laughs> uh, let's get started, though. We got some um, housekeeping to take care of, and then we're going to get in to what will most likely be the finale of this intro module, Edge of Darkness. Uh, super excited. Th thought we might. <laughs> Thanks, Cranky. Uh, thought we might have got there last week, but, you know, this party was just RPing the heck out of uh, the game that some things left, were left un, undone and unsaid that uh, we'll get to tonight. Uh, and that is by no means a, uh, a negative. That is, that is praise coming from the, the keeper of arcane lore here. But anyways, this is Featherfall Tabletop, and you are checking us out here on our Twitch channel. We have a couple sponsors for uh, some of the segments on our channel. Uh, one would be Found Familiar Coffee. Uh, great people. Link down below. You can check out all of their wares. They not only not only have coffee, but they also have like some pretty sweet mugs um, inspired and created by Devin Rue. And if you don't know who Devin Rue is, um, you should. They are the one who drew the, the map for Wildmount, the Critical Role uh, world. Uh, and they also have a bunch of other stuff. I don't want to just label them to Wildmount alone. Um, a lot of good stuff over there. So check them out at Found Familiar. Link down below. Robo's spamming it in the chat here. Uh, check them out. Use code FEATHERFALL at checkout for 10% off. On top of that, we have Skull Splitter Dice. They are a longtime sponsor of uh, Featherfall Tabletop. Even before the Featherfall Tabletop days, uh, they were around. They got a couple things going on. New things happening in their store. Uh, they have $5 dice sets. They got a couple different uh, styles there. They have, um, you can get a dice of the week or every two weeks or every month. You can kind of set it up to get it how you like it. Um, but they got a whole bunch of mystery bags there and you'll never get the same dice twice. Uh, so they said, unless you really want it. Um, this playthrough of Call of Cthulhu is also in the Roll20 Spotlight program, uh, Roll20.net. This is how we play. They have gifted us the... Um, the uh, starter module set and the investigator's handbook and we are using those and we appreciate them for that so check roll20 out roll20.net for all your virtual tabletop needs uh, some upcoming games here on the channel we have tomorrow night our wild mount beyond a men's campaign is picking up hopefully uh, barring any technical uh, difficulties that'll run uh, gateway wars coming at you on saturday i believe they're on this week saturday and Curse of Strahd on Sunday. Hello. Uh, coming back. All right. Oh, I think that's it for the uh, the schedule. All the new followers, including Fleshman, thank you so much. We are at 755. Kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, so if you're in chat tonight, and I'll remind you again later, uh, and you like what you're watching and hearing and seeing and being a part of, and I'll even extend this out to YouTube and podcast land if you're into it. 
join us on Twitch. Give us a follow because we want to get to a thousand. Because when we do, we got a uh, hell of a giveaway uh, lining up. We're gathering goods to uh, give out to all of those thousands. So uh, help us get there. We'd appreciate it a whole lot. Uh, let's see. There are channel points down below you can spend to help our investigators out. I feel like they might need it tonight. Um, don't know. Uh, but you can add a D10 or minus a D10 off their roll because that's what happens in the system. You want to roll low. So you can minus a D10 off their roll. You can give them a re-roll. Um, if you want to be super bad, you can uh, name a new PC, NPC. I don't know. We'll see. A lot of stuff you can do with those channel points. Or you can hang on to them and become VIP. Hey, we already got a D10 in there for you. Uh, for the crew. Uh, thank you, Cranky Old Mage, for the D10. That I'm sure will be gobbled up real quick. All right, that's it for housekeeping. Let's get into the recap. You guys made it out to Ross's corner. You made it to the farmhouse. And upon walking up, you saw the, the runes that were... Um, I think Archie was the one that had a uh, strong enough role that saw a, a pulse, a life within those runes that was fading and withering as they spoke. Um searched around, found some things that are going to help you in this ritual that you are trying to um, to conduct to uh, send this being back to where it came, um, as Rupert Merriweather in our opening session asked you to do. You searched all the grounds. You found uh, Maggie McFurter's body um, kind of slumped over a log in the uh, nearby woods, uh, bleeding from her sides. You found a raccoon, a raccoon that has had its heart ripped out. Um, you know, normal, normal stuff. You found yeah. a... <laughs> uh, I do that in my backyard yeah, all the time. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, you found a, a, a hobo taking resident for one night in this farmhouse. Uh, so just, you know, timing there. You came in while he, he saw you coming and he hid in the basement. And you guys quickly got him out of there, ushered him out. Um, without, you know, anybody getting hurt, which I think is a good way to, to go about it. It could have been, uh, could have gotten ugly because he was wielding a table leg at uh, Teddy. Um, decided, after, after reading all about the, uh, the ritual, has to take place at midnight. And it was around like four, five in the uh, evening, early evening. You decided you were going back to Arkham, going to get something to eat. And then you were going to go back to Ross's Corner, which is, you know, 15, 20 minute drive away and closer to to the midnight start time to start this uh, ritual. So that's where we left off last time is you were all in Arkham. You were just crossing that bridge across the Miskatonic River heading into Arkham. Um, so there we go. I'm going to move us over to that screen so that our viewers can see the map, not a battle map, just the map. So this is where I give it over to uh, the crew, the party, the people. Um, mm -hmm. What are you guys doing? Let's. Um, I think I'm going to be taking Lewis, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're always going to take Lewis to something somewhere nice to eat. Uh, no, no, no offense, Teddy. You can eat wherever you want. Doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> Sure, sure. It totally hurts his feelings. Don't do it too often. <laughs> Roy I just wonderful. know that if tonight's the last night on Earth, uh, or my last night on Earth, I want to die with a belly full 
of Lucy's gravy. So y'all eat where you want to eat. I'm going to go have gravy and pie. Not yeah. at the same time. Yeah, sure. Discuss the coroner. Uh, right. Uh, Roy, where, where are you taking us to eat? Uh, is... Frick, I can't need the name, name. I can't remember the name of Brandon. No, Archie. Shoot. Almost. <laughs> uh, is Archie coming along too? I was just about to belly up to you two and say, can I join guys? Fair enough. <laughs> I look I look over Teddy. I hope that grave is worth it. Well, because Archie looked over at Teddy and contemplated the bespeckled gravy um, and decided <laughs> that wasn't worth his last night possibly on Earth. So, uh, yes. Can I join you guys? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I don't see why not. Yay! All right. Let's okay. Go. So rather than actually take you to a uh, a food stand, Roy actually like thinks about it, but you can tell he like continues moving on. Well, we're gonna have to hoof it since uh, Teddy's got the car, <laughs> and I don't think I can th fit three of us on my bike. And he leads you down a few. Uh, streets that get a little bit unsavory before he arrives at seemingly and just a plain old wall just like a plain old wall and just like a door there you wouldn't know that this was some restaurant if roy wasn't knocking on it <laughs> all some right so place huh oh yeah i'm taking you to the fanciest place i know okay I'll roy gives you a wry smile <laughs> So, Fancy means stuck in an alley, does it? Listen, you gotta know not to judge a place by its appearance. I, now, it took a while for us to find this place, so... Uh, Roy opens the door, and he leads you into a small little hole in the wall. Uh, Literally a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the best places to eat in real life often are holes in the walls. True. It'd be, uh, that, yeah. it'd be funny if it was actually just the back door of Aunt Lucy's, but I think so. So, Teddy, I imagine you parked at Aunt Lucy's. Uh, everybody yeah. else got out and hoofed it to uh, where they were going. So, uh, yeah, um, Roy, go ahead and uh, further describe this hole in the wall, if you would. Uh, Roy, like, throws up. There's a couple people probably seated around, and Roy throws up a hand to. Uh, what seems to be like one of the chefs or owners and he mutters something in a language i don't believe any of you are familiar with and then continues and goes to take a seat oh. uh hey roy uh, is that some like code to get in here do i need to say it too oh no that's a that's creole oh creole yeah okay. this is it, the creole restaurant oh never had yeah. it very excited yeah, it's, it's pretty good cooking. It's a, you won't find it met much anywhere else. I mean, like, I guess you can go like you know, Haiti and all that, but like Haiti, Haiti, whatever. Uh, you can go there and find some cooking, but it's, it ain't the same as Louisiana Creole. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I'll just let me know what I should eat. I suppose. Yeah. So Roy will like help like help you guys pick out some food, and I will say it's probably pretty good um it's not like five stars it's a hole in the wall but you know 
Yeah. It's, it, it, it's run by a family that actually came there. It's authentic cooking and everything. Nice. Yeah, you can yeah. tell there there is a, a care to the selection of ingredients, um, some of them having to be uh, shipped in from uh, further east on the coast. Uh, but, yeah, you are getting some authentic Creole fare. Yeah, my... Uh, my brother, my, my cousin actually like took forever to find this place, and he dragged me here first chance he got. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, it's a little uh, <laughs> spicier than I remember. Uh, or not remember. I guess I've never had it. <laughs> it's definitely a little spicy for me. I, I, I give a smile. I told them, and the funny thing is, I told them to dial it down a little bit for you. <laughs> yeah, no, the, my palate's uh, not used to this food, but it is uh, very good. <clears throat> yeah, I told I told them you were British, but. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose they don't know. Uh, you you fellas don't do a whole lot of spice up up there. It's a lot of salt, yeah. <laughs> uh, Scholars don't either. As I fan <laughs> my mouth, I'm like, <laughs> it's too much. Uh, so we'll cut away to uh, Teddy walking into Aunt Lucy's all by your lonesome, uh, and Lucy's there ready for you. Oh, Teddy, uh, it's kind of uh, bringing me back seeing you walk in. All by yourself? Where's everybody else? No, I'm not I'm not sure. <laughs> we uh, parted ways, and I think we, they were supposed to meet up here eventually, but uh, I'm, I'm not waiting on them. I'm hungry now, so... Um, oh, good. Well, we've definitely got food for you. Um, uh, extra slice of pie tonight, and uh, oh. if, you, if you get a minute, bring, bring yourself by a glass, an empty glass. I got... Got a little something I can share with you. She kind of gets this like half smile on her face. She's trying to keep it uh, contained, but she kind of knows where you're headed. Um, extra slice of pie, uh, something, something special for tonight. Uh, it's a big night. Let's just let's just leave it at that. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's not waste any time then. And she she uh, kind of beats feet back to the back. Uh, Pull, you can see you can see kind of the twirling pie case. She pulls out pie in there, um, starts dishing that up. She's also got a there's a dish in the uh, in the window already for you of your typical <laughs> dinner fare, um, covered in gravy, of course, smothered in it. There's something underneath um, with a little side of uh, mashed potatoes. Um, brings those out to you quickly. Um, she's definitely got a glass, sets it on the table right next to you. Um, what, I what? will uh, produce the bottle <laughs> from my pocket that we found out at the uh, the yeah, farmhouse. The the good um, liquor. <laughs> yeah, the good liquor. Um, and I will pour myself a half glass and then just hand her the bottle. Oh, wow! Um, she sniffs it, kind of takes it in, lets it breathe a little bit. Uh, ooh, <laughs> this. Where would you get something like this these days? Uh, found it doing a little re- reconnaissance. Well, I, I I can't take this whole bottle. You're not going to surely give me the whole uh, thing. By all means, it's <laughs> fine. If if you're too concerned about it, when I come by tomorrow, you can pour me a little glass. But That's... you know, you you guys enjoy. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, sure, I'll share with the boys in the back. I'm sure they'll be happy. Uh, hey, hey, on the house tonight, Teddy. Don't worry about it on the house and she's gonna head back kind of you can you see her grab like you know put 
a finger or a fistful of glasses, kind of putting her fingers in, clinking them together, and uh, goes into the back. And you you hear some uh, audible like whoa, you know they're super excited about what they have at at, at their uh, at their lips tonight. Um, so we'll cut back over to um, the rest of the party at this hole in the wall. Um, any anything you want to uh, role play through while you're there? Feel uh, free. There is one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Roy will like Roy make sure that they get a seat further in the back, away from everyone. And uh, Roy is like he's gonna he'll be about halfway through eating, and then he's gonna look through the eyes. By the way, I feel like I should clear up some stuff some stuff about me and Teddy with you guys. I'm sure you guys got a bit of a, <clears throat> a misconception about the two of us. Uh, you seem uh, of what like kind? very nice uh, people. Yeah. Well, I think what well, my my suspicion is that you uh you might think we're a bit more experienced at this sort of thing than well, we actually are. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I thought you were very experienced, or at least you, uh, imbue that confidence very well. Yeah, well, truth be told, um, Te Teddy's used to doing more of the book stuff, and me, I've worked as a soldier, but he, like, looks you, he, like, leans, pushes the disc aside and, like, looks you right in the eye. Truth is, I ain't a monster hunter. Like, them monster hunter that you read about in like those books and stories, they're fairy tales. I mean, they exist. They're but like they're one in a million. Like they're from those old families that were like their grandpappy's grandpappy's grandpappy was a monster hunter and they taught it to their children and they've been raised and grown and all that shit. Me, I was born on a farm. I ain't been taught all this stuff about like this monster's weak to that. This monster's weak to that. I know how to shoot a gun and that's about it. And uh, the, here's a little secret, trick of the trade. Guns aren't always that useful against these things. Well, I, I'll just say that the, the knowledge you have is certainly more than the knowledge I have. So I still will put my faith in the two of you. Um, I'm not going to touch a gun. It's not really my bag. But um, no, thank you for being so... Uh, Honest. Well, I figure I need to, cause like, if we get in this, you, the two of y'all gonna look at uh, me and Teddy like we're supposed to be all calm. It's going, it's just standard procedure. It, every day we do this, and we don't. Like, I don't go dealing with monsters every day. Are but, you telling me, Roy, that you are in fact human? And mostly human, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you a smile, mostly at least. I think, I think I won't judge you. You're you're more adept uh, than we, and you know I gesture to Lewis. You're more adept than we at things that count in situations of life and death. So yeah, well, I don't know it, what you're talking down about yourself for necessarily. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate you guys. You guys are just a swell, just swell folk. Most people talk down to me like I'm an idiot or something, but you guys, you guys treat me like I'm actually, you know, I'm sensible. Like, of course, I guess you know what, that, like, monsters are real, and, like, I'm not having to pretend like, oh, yeah, I was just going out there and 
taking uh, taking a pee. Yeah, that's right. I was taking a real destructive pee over there. <laughs> that's why that happened. But uh, the reason I'm telling you this is just so, like, if you guys are looking at us and, like, Teddy freaks out or, like, I do something stupid, like, I don't want you guys losing your minds or anything. Like, oh, no, the professionals don't know what's going on. We're doomed. Well, we're all kind of grasping at straws here, so we got to work together. I'll, I'll do my right. best, uh, but if the two of you start to panic, uh, I'm not going to be very useful. Hey, Although, I don't... We're, we're all leaning on each other here. I, I ain't got your brains. I ain't cunning like you. Well, uh, I'll do my best to read aloud for you. <laughs> Roy, I also think that you, you and... Uh, you and Teddy are probably not the first thing that will cause us to lose our minds this evening. So, uh, <laughs> right, sure enough. I don't know that you have to worry about that, my friend. But you know, I ain't too cunning. But I get ideas every now and then. And I think I just got one. What's that? While we're heading, we're going we're gonna to head on back uh, right after we eat. But do you mind if we hit a few, st few stores and I can get your help with something? Sure, so, so? got the time. Yeah. We're going to need, uh, I'm going to need to get a bag of flour, and I'm going to need to go to a fabric shop. Uh, do what, mayhaps? Oh, we got to do some, some baking. <laughs> uh, yeah, some we're doing embroidery, and uh, we're, we're cooking, we're cooking bagels. Okay, bagels. The monsters love good. bagels. Didn't anyone tell you that? <laughs> Roy smiles as he clears the rest of his plate, and like, Stands up to go pay at the cash register. <laughs> Not caring to explain any further his plan. I look at Lewis and just shrug and get up from the the food that's clearly too spicy for me because I only ate about a third of it, good though it was. Uh, <laughs> and I follow Roy. Yep, I'll do the same. Getting up and seeing what we're going to get into. Okay. And in all honesty, I would actually like to just, you know, window wipe over going yeah, yeah. to the store, getting yeah. a bolt of cloth <clears throat> and going. Yeah. Through, um, specifications and, yeah. Yeah. You can go back to that same general store that <laughs> foolishly sold Lewis the dynamite. <laughs> um, they they kind of have like a, a little bit of everything. Um, some general uh, canvas type material. You could definitely get some flour there. Um, yeah, and all of you have the same have enough money on you to be able to purchase that. So yeah, you could do that after dinner. Um, you do catch it just right at closing time, and we'll mm -hmm. say it's it's about six thirty um, at that point. Uh, Teddy, anything else you're doing at Aunt Lucy's? Or are you just waiting for the rest of the crew to show up? I'm just waiting for the, okay. everyone to to show back up. Seeing as I got the car and I don't know where they went, so yeah, I assume they're coming back to me. Good. Um, yeah, Lucy does check in with you every now and then, uh, sits down with you for a little bit and kind of shoots the shit just as it's a slow night. And, um, you know, maybe she's feeling a little, uh, weak in the knees from, uh, the good liquor you provided. Um, so you guys have a pretty nice conversation there and we'll say, yeah, about six forty-five ish. Um, you guys all show back up, uh, to aunt Lucy's everybody else. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, don't have anything extra to add, really. Roy's got his stuff. Gives okay. a friendly wave to Teddy. All ready for the night. Yep, I guess I, I, uh, I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. Are we all ready to head back to the farm? Ooh, I got a couple extra lights on from the general store, by the way, just in, you know, mm. just in case. <clears throat> Procuring wanna... more dynamite. Gosh. Yeah, we still uh, had a little time, so I think I want to run by my, my place right quick and uh, feed the cat. Okay, yeah, you definitely have time. Uh, so yeah, you're able to travel up north to Teddy's place. Cat uh, is there, you know, curled up on um, one uh, in your armchair, kind of keeping it warm. Sees you come in, directly goes to its its food bowl, doesn't like come and do the swirl around your legs. It just goes directly to the food bowl, um, ready for uh, ready for that food. Seems 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 usual. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and uh, you know, generously um, take stock of what cat food I have left, um, and. Uh, Probably open two or three cans of cat food okay. into his dish, yeah. um, and and leave the bag of dry food out and accessible. Um, you know, Aww. give give him a, a couple of pats, and um, you know, that's so sad. Ask ask if there's anything else that we uh, we need to to do, seeing as it's only seven o'clock and it's only a twenty minute ride out to out to the farm. Um, Teddy's place is, it's very well kept, um, but it is, uh, super bachelor pad. Um, there's like one armchair, um, there's no television. There's a, there's like a radio on a little, uh, table. Um, there is a, a coffee table that has no, no, co no magazines, <laughs> no, no books, nothing on it. Um. And, you know, the, the kitchen is, is sparse. Um, you know, when he, when he goes to open the drawer to find something to dish out the cat food, you see that there's, like, two forks, two knives, two spoons. Like, he doesn't even have, like, a full four-person place set huh? of, of <laughs> utensils. Um, you know, he, he probably got the second set after he started hanging out with Roy so much <laughs> just in case Roy came by for dinner. Um, nice. Oh, you know he does. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a uh, it's it's a pretty pretty sparse, um, you know, uh, apartment. <clears throat> you know, the cat is probably the biggest uh, expense that's that's visible. Gosh. So we can we can fast forward. We can just you know say you hang out okay. at Teddy's place, just maybe shooting the shit, and if if that's what we want to do, we can definitely do that. Uh, yeah, so it gets yeah. probably about, you know, 1030 when you start to, you know, the, the, the twitch of just waiting, tired of being tired of waiting, uh, probably takes over and you start to head back out to Ross's corner. Um, I'll move you all there. Okay. Um, yeah, so about 1030, you leave, you show up a little bit before 11 and you get back to the house. Wind is still blowing and howling and, and pushing through the area. And uh, all those trees that kind of outline the uh, the homestead here are just swaying in this wind that's getting so powerful. And you can see some darker clouds start to roll in. 
uh, in the distance. And you can tell rain is coming, uh, going to be here uh, relatively shortly. Uh, do you guys, do you know, are we supposed to set this up before midnight? Or does this get going at midnight and then do the chanting and the, the dirt throwing? Uh, I think it all would be that we would set, yeah, yeah. We could probably set it up, uh, but we probably wouldn't initiate anything until midnight. Right. Well, if I remember correctly, the drawing has to take place as part of the ceremony, so we wouldn't pre-draw. Oh. oh. Could be mistaken. Uh, also. But I think that's what I remember. One, one last thing could I have picked up. Yeah, yeah. We could Glue. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, that general okay. story definitely. That glue in a bucket kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can definitely get glue. Okay. Okay. Wait. So, do you guys go back into the house? Or are you guys staying outside still? I uh, feel I like we should get this stuff house. set up for when we need it. That's what I was trying to say, yeah. Yeah. But we don't want to be in there any longer we have to, but... I'll go inside. I'll go inside. Yeah. I'll okay. unload the trunk from the back of the car and That's uh, right. with Roy's help, drag it inside. Okay. And then uh, I'll hand out black robes to everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you each have How festive. Yeah. Kirk's ready, man. <laughs> yeah. You have, you each have a black robe. You each have a, uh, a print out uh, handwritten copy of the Latin phrases. Um, Archie has deciphered them for you, uh, so you know the meaning behind it. You you know the the English translation, uh, but you're pretty sure the the incantation has to be done in the Latin language. So um, there's that. Uh, yeah, you guys are start to get settled in. You notice at this point in the in the evening, the house has gotten like it's super cold now. Any re resemblance of a fire that was in the in the far fireplace has gone out the door both doors have been opened so kind of creating this breezeway it is pretty cold in here um so you're feeling it okay uh, gentlemen i i think i still have some matches if you'd like me to get the fire going again couldn't hurt oh, yeah might um, be good yeah man okay we'll do that i mean might be good Thing might try to burn the some light in here at least of course if uh if that thing can move around it might just try to spread the fire and burn us burn the building down maybe we could burn it a little bit i don't know it's up to you guys i suppose and that sounds like one way to be, beat a ritual just like oh what you want to try to like set you just want to like try to try to catch a ritual okay that's cool try to do it while the building's burning down have fun with that I didn't light that fire. I'm cold. Okay. Um, okay. I'll use some of my few or one. Is there like a roll? Can I just use one of my matches and light the fire? Or? Uh, yeah, you have like a, a little book of matches, I believe. Um, yeah. And you, you kept one from the hobo. <laughs> but yeah, you're able to get enough in there. And there's there's wood out by the uh, the shed as well, the barn out there. That was under a little lean-to, so there's a definitely enough wood that you can get something going. Okay. It takes you a couple okay. minutes, but yeah, you're able to get a fire started. Uh, and you can definitely, you know, it's going to take 20, 30 minutes before the house has any rise in temperature, but 
That wasn't my last match, right? No, 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 save... no, no. Okay. I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. I need to save one. <laughs> we have to have a fire lit for this well, you, ritual anyway. You could just think about it. So. You oh, could yeah. throw it in the fire. <laughs> um, uh, uh, boys, specifically you two, uh, Roy, Teddy, uh, any yeah. words of advice for me for this? I know, Roy, you were mentioning that this isn't exactly what you've done before and and teddy i'm not sure about you but uh this is something very new for me i'm getting slightly nervous already and i i still don't know for sure if we're actually going to see something everything that we've seen so far could be explained logically you know animal attacks or things like that um besides all the weird drawings you know Huh. Uh, well, the best advice I can give you is, uh, this thing's probably stronger than any one of us, comb- any one of us, um, but it seems it needs to grab, it needs to grab you with its hands, so, okay. that's a good thing. The other thing is, try your best to keep your wits about you. Keep doing the ritual, it'll eventually get, get gone. And I'll do my best to keep you guys alive until then. Where are we gonna? Where are we going to draw the the uh, diagram? The I shape? think we. I, I think we need to draw it upstairs. Mm. Uh, I think down here next to the fire, we we've got to throw dust into the fire. Right here on the floor is probably fine. Oh, we need to throw oh. dust into the fire. Yeah, I'll. Yes. It's posted in our Discord, but I'll re I'll reread it. Uh, what you came up with after reading those sheets of paper in the uh, in that trunk is there are three sheets that discuss the procedure of the ritual itself, which takes at least an hour to perform and must be started at midnight. While at least one person speaks aloud the ritual phrases, another person must draw the pentagram on the floor while another burns a certain combination of chemicals in a fire nearby. Allen's notes mention that the chemicals resemble a brown powder, which he says he has prepared and stored in these papers in a metal canister ready for use. And you, you have that. While one person may perform the ritual chant, the notes recommend that several people take part, allowing each individual to occasionally interrupt their chanting without disturbing the overall ritual or its potency. If the chant is continuous with at least one person reciting the, the repeating phrases aloud, the spirit must succumb. However, it warns that even the slightest disruption of the chanting may result in failure, requiring another ritual to be performed on a following night. The notes suggest that during the ritual, a watcher be posted, lest the sorcerers be disturbed by the nuisances and distractions of malevolent spirits. Okay. Thus, uh, these sheets confirm that a two-hour ritual using the chant provided begun at midnight will drive off unwanted spirits. Yeah, I got confused. I forgot that there's two two different dusts. Yeah. The other one I've got. Yep. One is a, a silvery kind of um, um, talcum kind of powder, and then one is the brown powder that would be burnt during the ritual. Okay. And I think I have the brown powder. Yeah. Okay. And what time is it now? Uh, it's about eleven, so you got an, okay. an hour or so to kind of get your your get your acts together. Well, fellas, let's get this circle made. Uh, wait, should we roll? Can I roll an occult check to know if that 
if the circle, if performed down here, will be fine? Um, judging by reading, I don't think you'll need the occult roll. You, you kind of get that this area would be a perfect little spot. It's below and you're protected during the, uh, during the, the seance, during this ritual. Why the mm -hmm. runes outside and the rune that is above that attic door, that this would be a good spot. Okay. And it has a fireplace uh, close by. I'm okay. going to remove any tripping hazards out of okay. the way. Just kind of push the chairs in, maybe throw that sleeping okay. bag thing outside. Kind of oh, yeah. get the space ready for action. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you kind of tuck sure, chairs in. Go. You can even move that other chair into the other room. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. you definitely yeah. could do oh, that. I, I'm not even. I'm not even like just moving to the other room. I'm piling them up against the wall, basically. Okay. All right. I like it. As you are doing that, you can hear uh, a little pitter patter of raindrops start p p p p pelting on the outside, and then all of a sudden it just it hits hard, and now you have this wind and this rain coming in and just creating kind of a, a nasty weather outside. You can see where the doors are open, kind of the entrance start to get wet. You see. It's just pelting the windows, so any window that is still in place is now totally covered in rain, and it's kind of blowing through any window that is broken. And just uh, what what started to feel cozy now has kind of got cold again because of this this rainstorm that has come in. Yeah. I'll go ahead and move to close close both doors to keep okay. any excess water from uh, coming through. Okay, and that yeah. back door I'll has actually uh, the one that you're at. Archie has a has a brace that can go in to block it, if you'd uh -huh. like. Oh, I'm sorry. He's gigantic. What happened to you? I, Whoa. Delete me. <laughs> I, I didn't grab the one that was down at the bottom. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> He's being taken over. <laughs> so yeah, you clean. This is ridiculous. You clean out this back room, kind of getting it all set up. You got you got all your accoutrements out, and you're starting to feel good. Uh, I'd say it takes about a half hour. 45 minutes, so you're within a half hour of, uh, or with 15 minutes within uh, midnight, according to your watch. Uh, guys, I have a plan. I uh, don't know if it's a good one. H how would you all feel about uh, barricading uh, right here? And then we'd have this back door as an exit, but maybe could buy us some time if it's coming from above. Isn't the attic entrance... Oh, in the in room, room? With the, the attic entrance, yes, is in that back room, yeah, kind of like room. right above where that chair is at. Plan Barricade's a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> no. no, we want to be able to run if necessary. <laughs> uh, Roy is going to. Uh, Roy's going to go between each person. He's going to hand everybody a handkerchief. They're going to say, "Okay, everybody, put do me a favor and put your uh, fa face mask on." I don't mean to get topical and everything, but uh, put this around. Uh, any reason why? Oh, because you're not gonna you're gonna be sneezing it otherwise. Sneezing? Oh, from all the the dust, the the bags of dirt. Yeah, the dust and the flower, probably. Oh, that's right. Uh, what did you want to use the flower for? Oh, well, this thing's invisible, right? Right. So, like, Roy takes a handful of dust, is. throws it into the air, and it just kind of like hangs in the air a little bit. And then That's... slowly begins to descend, goes over, grabs the bolt of cloth, gives it a one, one, one little, and like the dust in the room just swirls. Yeah. Um, okay. And anybody not wearing your face mask, you're probably like 
tick nose tickled about to sneeze. <laughs> pretty clever there, Typo. Or, or pretty clever there. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't too bright, but sometimes I have my moments. Um, outside of the fire light, it is dark in here. So there are there are a few lanterns, but they were um, oil has been burnt out. Um, I know Teddy has a flashlight in the back of his car. I don't I don't know if you brought it in, but it is pretty dark in here. I I did mention I got a few extra lights. Okay. So so yeah, feel free to set those put up. Put those intermittently around okay. the room a little bit to try to like get some rays going across. Yeah, yeah and it's creating he, like he's a scientist, but he he can use observational. Yeah. You know. Uh, creating like four shadows as you're kind of crossing, as you've got these different lights that are creating a, a diff different sets of shadows on the wall around you, just kind of filling those walls along with the firelight. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's getting close. You got, uh, you know, I, I would say within five minutes. Okay. Uh, who's remember their part. Yeah, who's doing what task? Let's do a... a a, D, yeah. a DM reminder, because <laughs> I think I forgot. Well, clearly, Teddy is the watcher. Okay. Well, I could I, I will recite uh, the incantation. Okay. Yeah, uh, you can be the one continuously doing that. Uh, I have the brown powder, which is to throw on the, the fire. The fire. Yes. Okay. Uh, I will be drawing the sigil. Roy is our watcher, and everybody is on backup incantation duty uh with archie as our primary encounter okay. right. uh so put yourselves in the room where you would be and i'm gonna assume like in the middle of that back room is where the the drawing will be so the back room like with the table or yeah where you guys are all at um so i just want to make sure and here is where like right above that chair is where that attic um, is and there's a rune above it um, protecting you. Okay. So you think. Uh, yeah. So we got Roy by the back door. We got Lewis next to him. Yeah. Good. Teddy is doing the drawing. Lewis or Lewis is doing the throwing. Archie is doing the incantations. Okay. And Roy is going to. Okay. Roy's going to be doing like so. Being completely realistic, a Roy's a little bit suspicious of like you know rituals and stuff like that so he's actually probably not going to be chanting also partially because he needs to focus right now really hard on you know keeping an eye out yeah and that would be distracting him so he's going to just keep like keep the flower and dust in the air around the room so that if something moves through it it should be pretty okay. you know obvious okay yeah so you you guys whoever has a a watch um, Lewis, yours is, is non-functional, right? Yeah, but I imagine you still have it out and you're still kind of watching it, you know, <laughs> as if it were ticking. Everybody else has their watches out or their stopwatches out and you're seeing those second hands kind of tick, tick, tick. It's like the longest minute of your life. Strikes midnight. Teddy, I imagine you start. Um, Archie, you start your incantation. Um, give me... Give me a spot hidden, Roy. Yeah. Uh, one thing, last thing Roy would do to, with the others is he'd say, if y'all see it and I and I don't, start 
saying the challenge a lot louder, okay? And like look in the direction of it, okay? Um, so I'll, I'll pick up on the blues. Okay. Roy, give me a spot hidden. Teddy, give me. Um, I think we already determined that you would be best, right? You rolled last time. Okay. You're muted, but I assumed you said yeah. Yes, oh. from being able to draw the sigil. Yeah, okay. So we won't have to roll there. Got a 10 out of 46. <laughs> um, Lewis, yeah, that's a hard success. Nice, I like it. Lewis, give me a dex roll. And Archie, give me a power or a constitution roll. Whichever one's going to be uh, better uh, for 94 you. versus 40, failure my decks you do Ooh. have there is a re-roll in chat from cranky uh i will say <laughs> damn <laughs> nice archie um i will say this to anybody watching you can use your channel points to give them a d4 but in this system it'll be a d10 or you can give them a re-roll um so lewis you're the only one that failed this initial check so you do have a re-roll and <laughs> we suck podcast. Who the hell is that guy? Who's that? We got a re-roll and sticks and stones. Thanks for uh, being with us tonight. Sticks and stones. Appreciate it. He gave a D 10. So there are two re-rolls out there and a D 10. Lewis, okay. what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to try to re-roll cause I don't want to die uh, right okay. off the bat. So right. let's give this a shot. Ooh. <laughs> oh no. A 90 no. versus 40 oh, oh, oh. failure. Wow. All right. I so I'm going to say you cannot use oh. the other reroll because we've already failed no. here. But <laughs> you can I think I can do. You can push. Meaning you uh, roll again, but if you fail again, something drastically bad is going to happen worse than just a failure. Uh, and that's a whole lot of luck points that you could spend yeah. to get you there. Okay, so how does it work again? I, my luck isn't showing. Let's see. Yeah, what was up with that? I for, you have to go to edit. Yeah, I'll I go think. to edit for whatever. There's a good um, chance you don't have that much luck. Yeah. No, I have a, I have a 40. So. Uh, okay. That's at least so, 50 luck you have to spend. What your dex uh, roll is for is to time the throwing of the powder into the fire at the right time. So, some things you just got to live with. This is Call of Cthulhu, everyone. Um, yeah. It, that, I, I mean, outside, not DM speaking, it's hard for me to say no and then watch people fail like i want you to succeed so it's hard for me to go like well there's nothing you can do but that's where we're at so okay so you start teddy you start drawing the circle you start you get it it's pretty solid um archie you are like this latin is just rolling off of your tongue you're like you're in it you're in a zone you're feeling it roy you got a pretty good lookout uh ears out uh watching for anything um lewis you your mind keeps going back to this, uh, this stopwatch. And it's for a second there, you thought you saw it start ticking and it kind of like catches your attention for a little bit. And you're, you almost break away from Archie's incantations and you, you go into this other place in your head for a little bit and, and you kind of lose track of where you are in the setting, in the, in the, uh, in the time of this ritual. But other than that, 20 minutes goes by pretty pretty successfully you're feeling good and i'll say at that teddy your drawing is done so you can get into reciting or doing another task if you'd like i'll let you decide here uh so we've already missed the timing on the the dust so there's nothing i can do to 
for the there. for the throwing in it hasn't come up in the in the ritual yet you're not to that point in the ritual yet where the the dust needs to burn um i guess then do we have enough dust to make two attempts um give me a luck roll we'll see if you can uh, split it now you know this <laughs> now, is where you know yeah that's a success yeah you're able to uh divvy out the two piles of dust and you know at about the 30 minute mark is when that dust needs to hit the fire okay so you have about 10 minutes okay well then um, i will back up dust yeah. as well you kind of sure that i'm tied yeah and you see lewis as you go over there to divvy out this dust you see him kind of like spacing off like uncharacteristically and and super bad timing um i'll kind of while still chanting you know doing my, my part to to try and uphold the chant i'll kind of snap my fingers in front of his face uh, uh and i'll also like say this between the chants like uh I'm so, sorry it's uh this is this is absolutely crazy um i'll i'm here i'm here and as you start snapping him out, almost in rhythm with your snaps, you hear some scraping up above you and the shuffling of, of heavy, heavy feet, kind of a, a scratch and then a thud scratch, like nails dragging on the, the floorboards above you and then a thud of the heel and boom again and just coming around, almost circling around all of you above you. And you can see little creaks in the floorboard, some dust start to fall down. And at that point, take off his uh, bandana. <laughs> okay. So I can look through those eyes. Um, I'm going to make eye contact with Lewis, seeing as he's been kind of out of it, and do the, you know, look me in the eye. Don't quit. Quit worrying about that. You, eyes on the prize. Like. Okay. Okay. And as you kind of like focus everybody up, Roy's getting super intense. Tucks his bandana into his pocket. The walls start to shake and rattle and stuff starts to fall off the walls and you hear this awful howling coming out from down from above you interspersed with grunts and then you hear some foul cursing in a language you don't understand in this guttural voice and as that guttural voice comes out the walls start to almost bellow and and stuff starts to fall down i need everybody to give me a sanity roll okay <laughs> course you do of course because we need some more yeah. failure in our life uh, the wind oh damn. you guys are the worst all right there we go there we go that's what i'm talking about all right so as this is happening you can literally see the the walls of this house start to almost like it's breathing like a chest being compressed and expanding and the howling and the guttural sounds coming down and just pelting like almost raindrops coming down and pelting on top of you uh, Teddy, all of you, Archie, you are so like, just focused on the paper. You're telling yourself, focus on the paper, read the Latin, go, you know, it's almost like an old study habit of yours. Roy, now, as you got both eyes open and focused, you see Teddy start to, uh, take off his hat and start to crumple it in his chest. And in one hand, he's, he's got that, that powder and he's kind of crumpling that as well. And you see his mouth stop moving. Um, you are going to take some um, some uh, sanity damage here. 
uh, <laughs> you take the full, you take three points of uh, sanity loss and you crunch your hat and you begin to crunch that, um, that powder in your hand almost uh, reflexively. And it's not going to, uh, like you're not ready to throw it at this point. Keep your wits about you, Teddy. Come on, Teddy. I like snap back at him like okay. Teddy. And Teddy, you kind of get back into it. You release a little bit, pull your hat back down. You get back into it. Um, I need everybody to give me a luck roll at this point. As you look up and you, in those floorboards that were open, you see puddles of ooze start to collect, bubble, and going to are now falling to the ground. So I need everybody to give me luck rolls. Two versus 40 extreme. Wow. Wow. All right. Ooh. Just as you. Four versus 59. <laughs> so that's three of you passed. Uh, Roy, you did not. Um, so, Roy, as you're like hmm. focused Wait, on Teddy. I have a D10. There is a D10 out there and there is a reroll. I'll roll the D10 because the All audience right. has given it to us. So All let's right. see. Audience, do you believe in this D10? <laughs> no, you no, shouldn't have. It's that a is, one. So, oh, boy. you are going to take... You take one point of damage as this bubble of acid starts... It, it's pooling like a big water uh, drip and just breaks away. And all three of you are seeing Teddy... Or seeing Roy focus on Teddy. And you're seeing this just like... Like the Nickelodeon game show. This green... Just kind of fill up and cover you in this uh, this acidic slime that is now kind of burning and singeing your your skin. But you only take one point of damage. Shit! Oh, frick! And okay. af after that goes quiet, the walls start stop bellowing. You stop hearing the shuffling upstairs. The wind and the rain sort of die down. You think but you get back into the rhythmic chanting. Is it so Archie and Teddy, mm -hmm. you're chanting. And at this point you throw, it's time to throw the, uh, the powder in the fire. Lewis, you see Archie making his way closer and you kind of like, Oh yeah. Okay. It's time you snap out, you snap back into it and you guys throw it in and it kind of crackles. Some of it, like you could see like little, uh, vapor trails coming out as sparks fly out. Some hit into the center of the, uh, the pentagram that you have written or drawn on the floor. And then the smoke goes through the chimney and exits out. Now it's time for everybody to join in the chanting. If you'd like, um, Roy, are you still looking out? Yeah. Roy is still looking out. Okay. He's keeping watch for everybody. All right. Give me a listen check. Okay. Um, and then the other three can give me listen checks, but it will be at a, an extreme success. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's a 71 out of 35. Nope, failed. It went extreme. 52 versus 13. Ooh. Not good at listening today. <laughs> no one's even close. There is one reroll in the chat if... I... Roy, yours is out of normal, so. Yeah. Do we want to use it or we want to save it for something else? I would save it, honestly. Save it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's save it. Okay. So, as 
you're all just kind of focusing in on this chant. You're probably uh, 45 minutes in at this point. Coming up to the window. Let me get there. Kind of busting into the window and just slapping it. You see raindrops coming down, but you see two palms hit the window. And then you see a face come in and all of you turn instinctively and look and you see a gaunt drained Maggie McFurter standing and staring at you. <sighs> come out. She's speaking to you. Come out. And I need everybody to give me another sanity roll. Uh, why? <laughs> why? What? What? I'm used to this. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Wait, oh, the corpses, don't I? <laughs> Hard success for Lewis. Uh, this is more than just a corpse, Roy. I would argue. Oh, yeah, I made mean, one. <laughs> thing. So Lewis hard rolled at an extreme level. Okay. Uh, um, so you would have passed, right? Because you your sanity is higher than ten. You rolled a ten, so we'll call it a success. Gosh, okay. you only have thirty-three. Well, so that's all of you succeeded. So you all lose one point of sanity. Okay. And you uh, let's see. <laughs> Those of you that are chanting, give me a luck roll. So everybody but Roy, give me a luck roll. Oh, okay. Failure. Failure. 87 versus 40. Archie had a 27 out of 50. Um, mm -hmm. Teddy, you gave me one. Oh, there it is. Uh, 49 out of 81. Lewis, you stop chanting at this. You, you see Maggie McFurter, and since you're closest to that window... You stop chanting and you just kind of freeze for a moment and your knees lock up tight and you almost like you can see yourself start to sway a little bit like you're losing <laughs> blood pressure down there. You know, you're just locked in looking, but you stop chanting for sure. And there is an audible change in the chant that is happening. Uh, but as soon as I see him stop chanting or notice that he isn't chanting, uh, I'm going to impose myself between him and the window. Okay. Um, you know, and again, do the, the fingers to eyes and, you know, point back down at the paper. Like, as I continue to chant to try and get him to, to look at me and not what's going on outside. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're able to do that. Um, and as he, like, physically moves you, you again snap back into it and you start getting back in the rhythmic uh, chanting. Um, Teddy, out of the corner of your eye, you can see Maggie McFurter just like streak her hands across the glass, moving towards that door. And as your eyes watch, you see her leave the window, but your eyes still pan. And as you get to the door, you just hear, boo, boo, boo. and Maggie McFurter is there at the door, uh, trying to break it down. Just, and it's, and it's, it, it is disruptive to the scene that is taking place inside and it's just banging, banging on the door over and over again. Please let me in. Please. It's me, Maggie McFurter. Let me in. And in between each of her statements, just clanging and banging on that door. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, Maggie, that this house don't belong to you. Please vacate the property. <laughs> you... Roy says, no, not an inch of humor in his voice, though. <laughs> You have what I need. Let me in. Give me my life back. Give it to me. I'm, 
I'm a, I fear that I am not the one who has your life, nor am I the one who took it. And Roy is done conversing with this woman at the, <laughs> at the moment. So he is aware of the door. He's going to sl he's going to back up a little bit. Okay. And he's going to keep an eye on it. Unbutton his uh, pants and just keep ready. Okay. And as you move away, it, it's just the banging continues and you start to see some give in the door itself. It's starting to swell forward with every new hit on there. And you can start to see the hinges start to rattle and you can see actually see one of the screws in the hinge start to unwind itself in both of the hinges, the upper and the lower. You see the, uh, the brace that is in front of it start to swell and begin to start to crack a little bit. Not a whole lot of time is, is, uh, is left with this door and this banging just continues. And as you move over and closer into the front of the fire, you hear a, a scratching and a skittering around that lower left corner of the house outside, um, but definitely uh, a scratching and a skittering going on. Uh, does, uh, uh, guys, really quick, sorry. Uh, can we block the door, please? Uh, we could barricade it, right? Uh, okay. And, I, and with that, Archie or Lewis, you stop your incantation to bring up this idea. Uh, again, the incantation continues with the other two, but every time one person drops I'm, out, the time extends. Back to incantation. I, I'm incantationing. <laughs> I'm still reciting. Yes. Yeah. You're good. You you've been steady the whole time, and you're kind of the constant. And other people are dropping in and out, keeping it. I would say so far we have an average of two people giving this incantation kind of reducing the overall time. But every time somebody steps out, it kind of, it, it bumps up a little bit. Uh, Roy will glance back to everybody. He'll like gesture, cup their ears, reach into his pocket, swirl it once, place a uh, double barreled, uh, double barreled shotgun against the frame of the door. And when he hears a boom against it, he's going to fire straight through the door into the woman. Sick. <laughs> All right. Um, give me an attack roll on that. Okay. And what, what kind of shotgun do you have? Oh, that's an 88. Uh, there is a reroll, I believe. Well, that's fine. I'm going to shoot the second barrel of the shotgun. Okay. There you go. That's a 45. All right. And what kind of shotgun was this? This is a double barrel. Uh, I, gotta I believe probably... it is a 10 gauge. Yep. Ooh. So here's the damage. Okay. Uh, this is the first time I've... <laughs> so in my book, it says a 10 gauge double barrel is 4d6 plus 2. Yep. Uh, bah, 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 bah. So rolling. No, I would believe that is if both barrel. That's if both barrels hit. So it's going to be two d six plus uh, no, one. That's a, that's a one barrel because you can fire it twice for both for that twice. Uh, and but the first one missed. Yeah, so, the, so the second one is only the four d six plus two. It's a lot. Yeah, it's it's a shotgun. It kills people in one shot. <laughs> You hope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's up to his branding. Uh, He's hoping. 
Like, this is what I mean by, like, Roy's got 13 hit points. One barrel of a shotgun it will put him down for good. She has a... Maggie, zombie Maggie McFurter has a zero dodge. So, uh, what oh. was the overall damage? Was 13? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so almost comically, um, you know, <laughs> Evil Dead style. <laughs> this shotgun blows a hole through this door, and you see Maggie McFurter's kind of torso a hole blown in it and she just kind of sloughs off to the side and that banging stops. But as that happens behind you in the, uh, in the open window that is there, that zombie raccoon shows itself. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> zombie raccoons and gets up in the windowsill and it's like kind of arches its back up and it's got like rib cage ribs pulled out that are just kind of flailing out. It's got eyes that are poked in and looking at you right next to you. Um, Lewis, everybody give me another sanity roll. As you see a zombie, uh, reanimated raccoon. This shouldn't be a thing in life, but it is, um, stream success. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Best. Okay. It's, not the, it's not the woman who's undead that gets me. It's the wild it's animal. The wild animal. Uh, well, yeah, so... The, the wild animal's getting in, it looks like. Hard success for Roy. Nice. Um, ooh, this one's a tough one. So if you failed, you take one point of sanity. And if you succeeded, you're going to take five points of sanity. Lose five points of sanity. So that would be Teddy and Archie, I believe. We're going five. to lose five points of sanity. And I think that's going to enact. Wait, we failed, though. You failed. Yeah. You you had to Failing. Oh, oh, okay, okay. okay. Sorry. If you passed, it's one point. If you failed, it's five. Sorry, yeah, I said failed. Not panicking does not make you lose more sanity. (laughs) My bad. Uh, So if you you succeeded, you lose one. If you failed, you lose (laughs) five. Um, And... I'm going to say, Teddy, you gain a phobia to fire. And Archie, you gain the same phobia. Both of you are like, look over to that raccoon and you catch the fire and it's, it's kind of like invading your, uh, your head. And you now are moving away from that fire. I'm going to say you have to move away from that fire as your involuntary action. Uh, and you, yes, you can add those to your phobias in your character sheet. Um, but both of you gain this phobia to the fire and you almost have to turn your back and move away from the, um, the fire itself. And this zombie raccoon is still up there and it's like kind of swiping at you, Lewis, as you're the closest one to it, but not entering the room at all. It's just kind of swiping and it's almost, it's every time you like catch a glance at it, it just you know, makes your skin crawl and you're seeing like just one rib is just barely hanging on, flopping back and forth and it's just swiping at you constantly. Um, while doing the incantation, can I reach in the fire and maybe pull out something like a half on fire piece of wood and swing it at the raccoon? Oh, uh, yeah, give me, give me another luck roll. I like the way the, uh, the luck mechanic works here. Um, it's a good, it's a good kind of like DM out, <laughs> you know, either you do or you don't. Um, <laughs> Uh, there is one that is there that maybe you could grab, but it, that fire has kind of burnt close to the edge where you couldn't get a whole handhold on it. I mean, there are things in here that 
other things that you've kind of pushed up to the wall that you could easily like you could throw the sleeping bag over it you could there are things around there um yeah i'm just gonna start whatever's closest because i'm gonna maybe panic a little bit here and grab i'll grab that sleeping bag okay i will say this though during archie's and teddy's uh phobia they stopped you stopped chanting and you turn so lewis you were the only one it's very monotone you reading and and kind of messing up a word every now and then and you don't have uh, lewis there to kind of backfill some of those latin phrases that you haven't had enough time to practice so if you uh, stop reading um we're kind of bad news here so okay. may, that might color your decision there yeah i'm gonna focus on getting them back into shape then i'm okay. gonna just run around to each of them and just be like do this like let's go let's go okay. got this so over here over here <laughs> freaking out um and then i don't know if there's like a role i need to make to try to get them back. no just your presence over there kind of and and them seeing you kind of snaps it to it they do keep their backs to you which is you know you would find odd you know, like, what the hell are you doing? Um, but as you're moving around, you're still reading and trying to, like, multitask and, again, skipping some of those words. But Archie and Teddy, you do get back into the fold uh, as you make eye contact with Lewis. And and as you kind of get back into the fold, that fire picks up. The outside wind and rain start to pick up. That raccoon is still up there, just almost mocking you now. Uh, you swear it's laughing at you occasionally in between swipes. Just sitting on that windowsill. Can I cover the window with the with the sleeping bag? Uh, it would take like some nails and some yeah more than just simply just throwing it up over there. There's no hooks or anything, um, but you could try to drape it over that raccoon. There is there does seem to be the ward in effect that is not allowing this raccoon to come in. Like you can see, it kind of reaches and and almost like hits an imaginary like invisible kind of barrier. Um, but it is there and it is distracting. Mm -hmm. or am, am I no longer chanting then? Uh, no, you, you get back into it after uh, Lewis came over. And, oh, still? Okay. But your back is to All the right, fire. You are it. facing into that front room. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything to... Uh. I'm curious. Yeah. It, it, do we still hear like the crawling? Because from what I understand, the, we shot the woman in half. But like, is this zombie like still like cr <laughs> like crawling at the door? Um, you don't hear anything out that side. The uh, okay. the raccoon seems to be taking all of the uh, the attention. Okay, Roy's going to keep an eye out on that because he does not know. Like, again, shotguns are great for killing people. That's not a people anymore. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to read this note under zombies. They do not dodge. Oh. <laughs> they just actively head towards. Lovely. I have, a, I have that knife. I mean, I can try to take a stab at it. Just, just, just let, it, let, let it be there. Okay. Just trying to distract you. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the incantation then. Just okay. push All forward. Right. All right. Um... It's distracting the uh, the raccoon there, but you all kind of seem to focus up a little bit. You get into an hour plus here into the ritual, and you you're, you seem like you're getting towards the end. 
right? The, the brown powder that you threw in the fire begins to the crackling that it was created during this whole uh, ritual started to die down. There are some pops. It's like the last bit of a, a microwave popcorn every occasionally. Now and then you get a pop in there shooting a spark out towards you. Um, a wisp of oily smoke starts to kind of curl almost tornado-like at the top of the ceiling in that same spot where, where that big globule fell on Roy starts to curl up and starts to um, tornado down and getting closer towards, it comes straight down, but then at a certain point, it just turns almost 90 degree and starts to fill into the center of that uh, sigil that you put in the middle of the floor. Uh, <clears throat> so this wisp is coming down. Yeah. And it's moving. Uh, it, it comes down about a foot and then it turns and starts to uh, funnel towards the very center, dead center of the. Um, okay. Roy is going to keep the, the air circulating so that like we can like see any movements or anything. Okay. It looks weird. Okay. And he's going to get the silvery powder. And like Roy is thinking in the back of his mind. Okay, everybody keep your wits. And I'm going to throw the powder at this thing. Okay. As it funnels down and that the tip of that funnel cloud touches down in the center of that uh, that sigil, that raccoon that was up there so agitated on the ceiling just kind of flops down and it's now like rested on the windowsill to an arm and a leg on the inside, seeming as soon as it touched down, it took life from there. You hear another thud outside um, towards the north of the house. What in the heck was that? Are you, when, are you throwing the powder right now? Actually, Roy thinks about it. He's going to stop. He's going to hold it, actually. Okay. As he, it... Remem he remembers distinctly. The last time that this powder was thrown on this thing, they saw what it looked like. Everybody lost their cool. Roy's holding it ready. If this thing starts to break out, he's going to throw it because he doesn't want to lose track of it. But it looks like it's contained. Okay. It touches down in the center of that sigil and kind of fans out. And it hits the, the rim or the edge of that circle that Teddy drew and then starts to billow back up. And in its form, you see a younger version of Rupert Merriweather start to form within these this shadows and smoke that is in the center of this pentagram. And you see him as a very young man, kind of wearing the same robes that you are. And he pulls his robe back and he kind of puts his hand out towards uh, towards Teddy and and Archie in one corner. And then he turns over to uh, Roy, puts his hand out almost like taking my hand. And he turns over to Lewis on the other side of the room with his hand out, palm up. And he says to each and every one of you, take my hand, boys. Come join me. I need help. You can bring me back and save me. And, he's, and he continues to like move around the circle and bringing his hand up and palm up towards you. I need everybody to give me a psychology roll. <laughs> oh boy, the temptation. Success. Roy doesn't trust this one bit, but I guess I'll roll psychology. Wow. Okay. I rolled a two out of ten. Wow. Nice. Holy shit. Uh, who are we missing? We're just missing Teddy in there. Oh, Teddy. 
Oh, poor Teddy. Um, I do need all of you to give me a sanity roll, though, as you do see this this younger version. And it's it's very lifelike. I know I'm describing it in a swirl of smoke, but it, there is it's almost like tangible Mr. Merriweather. Oh, the rolls are not with you tonight. Last game, I, you couldn't get I couldn't buy a failure. Oh. But tonight you all failed. I got an 83 out of 82. I got that crit fail. You cannot use luck on sanity rolls. Uh, I remember that. Do we have any dice? I, I didn't say it, so I would I would let you do it. But I would say sanity rolls are kind of uh, free of um, <laughs> any help. But if the chat wants to come in at this critical point, uh, I'll do it. But moving forward, uh, sanity rolls are kind of off the table because they are such a big time. Um, holy cow, guys! This is going to hurt a little bit. <laughs> no. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> shit um no you all take eight points of sanity oh shit this is i don't take double for crit fail do i um i don't think oh, so wait. uh i don't matter did all does it matter it? if i like hard succeeded the psychology role or does that um do anything you Okay, yeah, so I should go back. Let me go back. So the psychology role was to see if you see through the disguise. So you know it's not Mr. Merriweather. Teddy, you think this is Mr. Merriweather. And, and I guess that goes to, it plays in hand with your critical failure, is you are actually going to walk towards him. And it's almost, you're having this competing kind of battle inside of your body. And you are walking towards him and you break that sigil. And as you do that, the fire dies behind you. All the smoke falls down and Rupert Merriweather disappears in front of you. You all gain. Um, uh, I am going to use one of the chat's dice. I think there is one reroll in there. We use the D10. Okay. I know the, okay. I'm going to use the one. Yeah, I'm going to use the one reroll then. Okay, let's see if I roll a crit fail. <laughs> Actually worse, uh, 95 out right. okay. So looking at my notes, I need to make sure I'm doing this right. So you all had involuntary actions. And I think at this point, we all stop the incantation. You all stop what you're doing. Teddy, you are going to move into the circle. I need everybody to give me... Hmm, to give me an idea roll, which I think goes to your uh, intelligence. So I need everybody to give me an idea roll. And you're looking to fail this. That means you're just dumb enough to not have this stuff affect your mind. So give me an idea roll, which I believe is your intelligence. Ah. So Lewis fails. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> Two of you rolled twos. Um, so Lewis, you are the only one that fails. Um, Nothing else happens to you. You're fine, Lewis. Everybody else, you gain a temporary insanity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Roy, you have a bout of kleptomania. You, are, you want to start pocketing everything in this house and start to put it in your pouch, in, on your person and take. Mm -hmm. um, Archie... Oh, How much of my max sanity do I need to lose to get that? 
Um, anytime you lose five or more in one roll, okay. you do the uh, you do the idea roll, and if you fail that, nothing happens. If you succeed that, you gain a temporary insanity. And so you have this temporary insanity of wanting to uh, gather items in here and put them in your pouch. Uh, Archie, you have where was it? I just saw it. <laughs> Agathomania, which is kindness. You have pathological kindness. You are wanting to be so kind to everybody around you. <laughs> um, cool. And All right. All right. Teddy, Give everyone a big hug. You have uh, Clazomania. You just start shouting um, at the top of your lungs in the middle of this quiet house. Now that you've You've exit. You've entered this circle, and the smoke dies. The chanting has stopped, but you're still shouting, and you're shouting at Rupert Merriweather, although he is not there anymore. Um, and at this point, the chanting has stopped. The ritual has ended. I'm scared for you guys. <laughs> I'm. I'm <laughs> serious. Is it? I mean, is the ritual over? Like, or did I, do I still have a chance to continue with the incantations? Yeah, can we can, can we keep well, up with because the... Because I, I didn't fail any of the uh, yeah. stuff? Yeah, one second. I have to find it. <laughs> um. this, is, this is how Call of Cthulhu normally This is how it does. Ooh. This, is, this is canonical. <laughs> this ethereal claw comes up to your face, Teddy, as you're entering the circle. And it grabs you right in the face and it just squeezes and pulls tight. Uh, this could be, this could be it, dude. <laughs> um, it doesn't, 1d8 plus a 1d6. Well, if you max rolls, I'm dead. That's 12. That's oh, really close. 12 points is how, is that more than half of your? It is definitely more than half. I only have 14 hit points. Okay, so you have a major wound. Which means you're going to need some some help. And at this point, we will let's go ahead and do um, what we call initiative in the biz. So I think I don't know if there's an this is our first initiative here. Um, I don't know if there's an initiative button, but I know it's your decks, and that's what we kind of uh, said we were going yeah. to do. So um, let's go. Called turn tracker. I don't know under combat attributes. Maybe that's it. You do have to click your token. So if you highlight your token and then hit the turn tracker, I think you're onto something there. Yeah, mine's, I'm, I'm at 40, I guess. But you do have to select your token. Oh, oh, So, yeah, see, so it added Teddy to the list there. It just puts down whatever your cap is. So if, if we're not rolling initiative, it's just static dexterity. That's yep. right. Yep. So uh, how do you activate the turn order? You gotta you click, your click the turn tracker under the combat tab. Oh, under combat. 90. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Boys, get ready for some TNT. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right, let me go. We want... Descending. Okay. Um, that brings us to Corduroy. You do not see anything in front of you. You see Teddy's face crumple 
Ooh. in front so of him. What about, what about the dust in the air? Do I see a disturbance in it? Okay, so the flower that is there in the air, you see it kind of hit the shoulders of this, but immediately slough off and and it, it disappears again. It, it doesn't have like a sticking powder uh, that yeah. that maybe the uh, the other powder would have the the uh, yeah the I'm not powder. I'm not trying to do that I'm trying to like you know like seeing movements through the wind something like that yeah it's still it'll kind of yeah, it'll kind of hit this and then just fall down you can see, you you get a good idea there's something there and and an even better idea because of the powder that's in the air but it doesn't mm-hmm. give you a definitive outline of this yeah. thing uh, Roy is going to run forward and he's going to throw that dust okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we all um, would have failed the sanity check, presumably, but... Yeah, this thing's got some monster sanity checks. But like uh, like Teddy said, this is Call of Cthulhu. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get to the um, the powder information. So did I fail by one. To be perfectly honest, this has gone much better than I expected. <laughs> this juncture, so. and I think that's because I'm too nice. Um, so since... Okay, it takes your action to throw or, or blow it onto the monster. Um, you don't have to roll or anything, but you have to be within a few feet of it. I think you would know that just with powder in the yeah. push it would have. So, yeah, you get close to it, and you, you're kind of, like, cornered with Teddy, and you throw it in its face, and you see this, this creature. It's got an elongated, extended kind of maw that comes out, and it's got tentacles and writhing claws that are just all the way out of its body everywhere has two huge, very long arms. And one is just getting and just releasing Teddy's face. Very tall. It's like eight feet tall, uh, standing there in front of you. And, and everybody can see it now. Roy is going to reach to his side and he's going to take his, his Tonfa plated in steel. And he's going to hold it at like a guard as he moves over to Teddy. Okay. Every, everybody, if the ritual is broken, get him out of here. Uh, so that would be your turn. Uh, it is now the lurker in the attic's turn. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> um, uh, it is. It has one hand here. It's going to reach out in another hand into your face and attempt to uh, uh, grab you. So you can give me a dodge roll, or you can mm-hmm. uh, you can attack back. Uh, let me. I am going to dodge. So let me read through this. Um, I was reading up on combat before. My handy dandy screen here. Um, so you can dodge. You can fight back. You could do either of those. So if I win, you take damage. If we draw, you, uh, you win. The defender wins on a draw. If we both fail the roll, uh, nothing happens. If you fight mm-hmm. back, the highest level wins and does damage. If it's a draw, the initiator wins. If we both fail, nothing happens. Okay. So I am going... Are you going to... You're dodging? Yeah. Oh, shoot. So I failed. I rolled an 82, uh, trying okay. to get to a 40. And Roy, do I have to roll? Uh, yeah, you still have to roll, I, I think. We'll just do it for uh, in case you get that um, 
the bad one. Okay, a crit success, a four okay. out of 80. Uh, yeah, so it, it reaches out for you and you're able to just kind of like shoot your, your, your butt to the back and you sit down in that chair right behind you and it's out of reach because it's still wanting to be uh, close to Teddy. Can, for as part of the extreme success, can I draw its attention towards me and away from the other two? Yeah, what would you do there? I'm, I'm basically, Roy is uh, holding up his tonfa and like the thing lashes out with his teeth and gnashes into the steel of the tonfa. I, I, there's like that crashing sound of metal on metal almost. And Roy backs away, arms sweeps out, nearly catching him. And Roy's basically going to try to keep dodging just shallow enough to keep this thing. Okay. Like, oh, I almost had All you. right. Yeah, it with the, the hand that it missed you with, it takes its other one and kind of elbows Teddy to the side, and it is now, like, lurching towards you. Um, we did forget something, or not we, I don't want to say them. It's me. I'm the, the keeper here. It's my fault. Um, with all that damage that Teddy took, he was supposed to give me a con roll, and... He falls prone because he he took he suffered a major wound. Uh, he passed his constitution roll, so uh, 42 out of 70. So he does not fall unconscious. You're just now on your knees suffering at the, the feet of this uh, lurker from the attic. Um, but you are on your knees. Uh, that's the lurker's move. I think he, he uh, elbowed uh, Teddy out of the way and is now going towards uh, Roy, towards the back door. Uh, that leads us to Archie. <laughs> Archie, what would well, you like to do? Oh, well, if I'm still afflicted with this temporary uh, insanity that makes me kind to yes, everyone, yes, you are. I'm gonna be looking at um, the impending doom of my uh, my dear friend Roy, and I'm gonna run up and try and put myself between the lurker and Roy, and say, you know. No, Roy, no! And just try and, like, get between him and the lurk. Okay. Uh, do you mean Roy or do you mean Teddy? Teddy's the one that got mauled by this thing. Roy has distracted it. Uh, and Teddy, oh, guess... Teddy is the one here. And he's kind of on the ground in a compromising <clears throat> position. So I think Currently if you were... Oh, that would... If you were playing that to would, your phobia... I... Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go to Teddy then and try and um, is there some way, like something I could roll in order to try and tend to his wounds? I don't really have supplies to do that, but, um, uh, let's see. Can I at least help him up. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You could definitely help him up and move him back if you'd like. Yeah. Let's, and if, let's do and that. if Teddy's into that, um, what are the, the detriments of having a major wound? Um, of... you have to, uh, get, you have to actually get medical help as fast as you can. Uh, a simple first aid check will not work on you. Um, you have to get something more than that. Yeah, and your healing is slowed, so yeah. you're not going to be back on your feet anytime soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna shake off the assistance. Okay. I've, so, I've, in, I'm, in, not, I'm not much for this world at this juncture. In, Backing me away from this thing is not going to help much. In so. Lewis's attempt to get you up, he gets you up on your feet, or in Archie's attempt, sorry, gets you up on your feet, and uh, he, Teddy kind of shrugs you off. Uh, Archie, you can do something else if you'd like. I'll, I'll give you um, another action here. 
if I'm you know being shrugged off, I'm gonna look around and I'm gonna then see that the lurker is rushing toward Roy, and seeing that my help has been declined, I'm gonna go try and uh, uh, shove myself between Roy and the lurker. Okay. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah, you kind of move past Teddy at that point and uh, get in between uh, Roy and the lurker. I'll move you over there. Um, I have my bare fists. I have no weapons. I'm just trying to uh, be a human shield. Yeah. I think you can brawl if you'd like. For what it's worth. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Let's try it. Uh, Yeah, so you go to combat. You could throw a punch. You have zero skill in it. I don't know what, yeah. if that's true or not. So do I just... What, what is your brawl? I, it is true. Um, let's see. Brawl? It's 25. Sorry, I got to yeah. try and find it. It's under fighting skills. Yeah. So yeah, you got you got a, a weak punch there. You could try. So, Definitely. <laughs> Teddy and the Lord. So do, I, do I click brawl? Yeah, is click that... brawl. See what happens. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, click... <laughs> No. Yeah, you're just kind of flailing, and yeah, you don't get much there. Uh, that brings us to Teddy. Uh, your turn. What would you uh, like to in do? My, my screaming uh, in insanity here. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, direct my yell at Roy to get them out of here, uh, and then I'm going to attempt to, um, I guess grapple this thing in the process of bleeding out to see if I can at least slow it down so that they can get out because I see you you doing that and I just shout that thing is all teeth and muscle use a fucking grenade or dynamite or something ooh Lewis Lewis, where are you at? Uh, um, so th- <laughs> this... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, just everyone, just try to get out of here, please. I'm, I'm going to... And I just start, like, pulling it out, not really knowing what I'm doing with it, but I have, like, the matches and the dynamite ready. Get out of here, Teddy. I can't leave until you do. It's my job to do this. Um, okay, so I believe you want to do a maneuver, Teddy. Um, this a grapple would be a maneuver. So we have to compare builds first. His build is two. Uh, what is your build? Um, it should be on your sheet somewhere. My build is one. Okay, so you get one penalty die to yours because he is bigger. So he is going to um, he's going to dodge because I think Roy made uh, a convincing enough um, uh, case for him to attack Roy, and he kind of squished your face enough already. Uh, so he's going to dodge. So you'll do. A bra- what would that be under? I figure it would be a brawl, probably. A brawl or strength? Straight strength? You, you tell me. You're yeah, right. let's go Let's go strength. So you have one penalty die, and you're giving me a strength roll. Uh, this might be my D&D 5e speaking, but so it could my, be a brawl. What's it mean by a penalty die? i got to roll a d10 and subtract it from whatever I... Yeah, so your your tens your your singles dice stays the same, but you roll two tens dice and you take the lower. Okay. So he he failed his dodge. So you succeeded on the first. So you're gonna roll just a d10. So the two will stay. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it goes to 92 is what would happen there. So you both fail. So let's let me uh, talk through this. Um, both fail. No damage is inflicted. You kind of like grab through him and slide down um, and, and don't get any good grip on him. There are too many um, tentacles and other little hands and arms that are just kind of pushing you away and pushing you down that uh, even though uh, he failed his dodge, you don't you don't get a grab of him. All right. I'll, I'll yell out again. Get, get out of here. Do not wait for me. I am not going to make it. <laughs> and yeah, you are yelling this and your your face is kind of like uh, you got the Popeye thing going, you know, half of your mouth is closed and, and the words are coming out of one side of you. Um, and that leads us to Lewis. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to say to Roy, uh, Roy, this is going to seem a little crazy. Just take Teddy, take Archie, get out of here. I'm going to be right behind you. <laughs> Everybody, the hero. <laughs> okay. Go. <laughs> Um, and then I'm just, before anyone can think of anything, I'm just going to try to light that stick of dynamite. Okay. I like this a great I, deal. I, I assume everyone's probably trying to run. All right. Mm -hmm. I think, I uh, think, I think, the, I think go, go ahead. Well, go ahead, Roy. Go ahead, Roy. So I guess it's Roy's turn up next. So Roy's going to look at Lewis or Archie. Uh, Who's throwing the dynamite? Lewis has got the dynamite. Archie's the one who's trying to help me out. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right in front of you. Okay. So with dynamite, what? the first turn, it takes two turns to kind of do its thing. The first one is you lighting oh, it. No. Okay. The second turn okay. is it's magic. Lewis? Lewis, you, you want to be my friend? I mean, not Lewis. Archie, you want to help me out? <laughs> want to be my friend? Bet. What do you need? We're grabbing Teddy and running. <laughs> um, so okay before we get too far lewis you still want to do the the dynamite yeah yeah okay so uh what do i need to roll here you don't have to do anything uh to do that okay you just, just like you yeah i mean if i was a real asshole i'd make you roll luck to make sure your um matches work but i think it's gonna work um and then well actually you need to give me a dynamite roll, a di dynamite roll? <laughs> is that a thing a dynamite roll. i spoke before i thought um, is that a thing? Because there is a chance that it malfunctions. Um, oh, I th so there is an explosive yes, skill, yes, which the... you probably don't have. <laughs> um, you might have to go back to your skills page. Sorry, I'm navigating for you. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't I was think there's yeah. a dynamite skill. Is there? Like, it's throwing it. Yeah, I, it's, it's no, I think it, I think it's throw. Skill is it more is more for, like, controlled demolition. Yeah, it is throw, and you have a 20. Um, That's not great. So... We're just looking for a malfunction. I mean, you are in such close proximity. I just want to make sure it doesn't malfunction. So give me a dynamite or a throw roll. Yeah. Uh, okay. Don't need to pass. You just don't need to. Yeah, you just don't want to get a 99. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Oh, shit. Hey, there you go. Look at you. Nice. Uh, look at you, Lewis. Okay. So that leads us to Roy. Uh, you now have uh, Archie in front of you. Teddy is screaming, get out. <laughs> Lewis is screaming, get out. Roy is going to go over here, and I am going to get ready. Like, I'm still ready to, to block the lurker. 
like ready to guard against it. However, I'm going to get ready to for when uh, Archie is ready to grab Teddy and then start bolting out that door right there. And I'm looking at him like, Teddy, you're coming with me, or you're coming with me, or you're going to drag us all down. Your choice. Okay, so yeah, you're you're now in place to get him and go. Mm -hmm. It is the lurker's turn. He sees you come across his face, Roy, and he's going to take another uh, shot at you. You can dodge or you can fight back. Oh, I'm dodging. Okay. So his fight. So he had a regular success. You had a regular success. So that's a draw. Since you both regularly succeeded, it doesn't matter who got lower or higher there. Um, Dude, do not give him another D10. He needs a one to get a hard success. The defender wins on a dodge. The defender <laughs> wins. So he reaches out and tries to grab you and is unable to um, uh, make any contact with you. That leads us to Archie. Uh, how, how does it attack me? How like Paint the picture because that's, a, that's a, the narrowest <laughs> of misses. So he has like these gigantic elongated claws that Teddy is very familiar with. And that is what it's doing most of its pushing around. There are many other little appendages around its torso. Uh, and it doesn't really have, like, two defined legs. It's almost like, you know those baggy pants that you could wear, like women wear, you know, they, when they stand their legs together, it looks like a dress, but then they're actually uh -huh. two different legs. That's what it looks like. They're just these huge, thick trunks of legs mm. that look like one solid mass but as it took a step, you could see a little daylight in between and this claw comes down and, and just swipes down your back, gets a little bit of your shirt, but uh, misses nonetheless. And, and the whole time, all these little appendages are trying to grab you as well. Um, Archie. Since we're already trying to get in this position, I am going to try and uh, start hoisting Teddy up by his okay. shoulders. Like okay. I'm going to grab his shoulders. All right. So now Roy and, and Archie are underneath Teddy. Um, okay. That leads us to Teddy. <laughs> the, the wheels are spinning. <laughs> Lefty yeah. Lewis. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to live to make it to a hospital. At this um, I mean... We we can get you to a hospital. It, it takes time to bleed out. So. Yeah. Not much time, but like yeah. we're we're like thirty minutes away from a hospital, and none of you know how to drive. Uh, uh, I, I have a driving skill, but I don't blow myself up. <laughs> yeah, ruinous how to drive. So, somebody can give you a medicine check to stabilize you. It just takes you longer to yeah. uh, gain hit points back. Can't, can't we make a, I think we can make it a first aid check to temporarily stabilize them until we get to a hospital? Not if I've had a major wound. Because it's a major wound, yeah, yeah that's not going to do anything. But I can, if you get a major wound, you can still stabilize with a, a temporarily stabilize with okay. a first aid. So, But you need medicine to fully keep them alive. Rule, rules is written. First aid. To be effective, first aid must be delivered within one hour, in which case it grants one hit point recovery. It may be attempted once, with subsequent attempts constituting a push roll. Two people can work together to administer first aid with a success granted if either one rolls a success. An exception is allowed when treating a dying character, see dying below, wherein the best that can be achieved with first aid is a temporary stabilize the patient. Yeah, so even with a first aid, you can be stabilized. 
Uh, it's just a medicine gives you more hit point recovery. First aid gives you the one, um, but you definitely need to have treatment once you're stabilized. Well, I have a pretty decent medicine score, so if we want to go ahead and give that okay. a shot. We can't um, do it right now. Yeah, I would say <laughs> not right time. now. Right now. <laughs> um, Okay. This yeah, this thing has not. Lurker, we need sense. to we need to address this went real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this lurker has not taken any damage, and so it is. Yeah, it's it's looking good. While Teddy is he is bleeding uh, profusely. Kind of now his face is is covered in blood, and and the top of his shirt is now gaining um, that same sort of blood. So Teddy, what would you like to do? Uh... I guess if they're helping me, I will attempt to leave with them. Okay. Oh, that's good. I, I'll, that means I might not die then. And, <laughs> and we'll we'll say they held all their movement for your turn, so all three of you can move your movement. I can say you'd, you'd get to about this chair in the other room. If you go that way, you'd get just to the door, just outside of the door if you go the back way. Yeah, uh, I think we should go out this way right now and close the door behind us. I'm helping out, so okay. I'm going wherever they lead. So, right. oops, didn't want to do that. I think I can group all of you. There, you guys got it. Sorry, <laughs> no, that's all right. You got it. Um, yeah, so all of you make your way out the door. You just get to the door. Ooh, Lewis, are you ready for this? Uh, yeah. Let's see what let's see what happens. So the I'm, game plan is to to lob that stick of dynamite and then make my way this way, I guess, try to get behind this wall. And I don't know if I have that much movement, so we'll see how this works. I mean, aim for the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you got that 20. <laughs> yeah, I did succeed, so let's see. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah, so you you hit, definitely. And I don't think, I mean, even a dodge roll, it's still gonna, it's gonna be in the blast radius. Uh, right. So I'm, I'm gonna give you full damage here. So four d10 is what you get a roll. Um, but I think, I'm thinking you're gonna be in the blast zone as well. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what my movement is in, in Considering his throw strength, I'm pretty sure we determined <laughs> last time that he could not throw oh, it that's further right. than the blast mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to double check. Because I think the distance you can throw is like half of your throw movement. skill or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so um, 10, 10 feet or 10 yards. Strength divided by 5. Yards. Yeah. So yeah, you're you really can't throw it. So it's you know that it's kind of uh, sacrificial here. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm which, which which way do you want to do this? You narrate how you want to do it, and then uh, we'll see see what happens here. Okay. So, uh, not trying to sacrifice myself. I'm, that's not the goal. I'm gonna lob it at the lurker as i make my way this way okay try to get away okay um and i'm just gonna try to throw it at center mass okay at the thing and hope for the best it's already lit right that was what the yes yes so it before. is going off this round okay. um yeah 
I'm trying to for center mass. Your movement. There's one thing that might keep you alive if you really care. Uh, you can't get out of the blast radius, but you can get behind a wall. That's what I was thinking. Is if I was trying to look at your movement, I think you have enough. Uh, I was right here prior. Yeah. Or you could jump out the window behind you. Um. Uh, yeah, you know what? That's the closest spot. It's probably where he'd want to go. And, okay. And it's panicking. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so go, do you want to roll the damage here? Uh, sure. Do I just... Four, four D10. You can go over to the, the little side panel and okay. the second one from the bottom. And then go over to the D10s and four. Mm. 24. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so this, you you throw it. And as you're, you're kind of backing away and you throw it. And it's going end over end. And you see the little sizzle of the, of the fuse. And you get to the back and you just kind of... Act, you get your feet over your head and you kind of flop out backwards. Uh, dead raccoon landing in your lap. You are outside and this dynamite gets caught in the air by one of the little appendages as it's flipping over and over. It kind of grabs it and it looks at it. And then all of a sudden just, and this whole room just reverberates in this blast radius. I'm going to say the three of you are outside. You make it out. That door splinters behind you. The windows shatter. Uh, you are covered in, in debris, uh, Lewis, as uh, some stuff is going to fall on you. You're going to take one point of damage as you kind of fall down and some stuff falls on you. And, and I'll say everybody takes one point of damage, uh, putting Teddy down to one, I think. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, as this the, the wood splinters and flies out towards you, you all take a point of damage. Um Everything is quiet. You, you see like literal holes in this, in this farmhouse now. Um, but you all are now on the ground and just kind of. There, there's the sound wondering. of two shells sliding into a shotgun. Uh, and Roy tur goes back into the room real quick, aims the shotgun towards, towards where the lurker was. Okay. Doesn't see anything. As you kind of get up, dust yourself off, load your shotgun all in one swift movement, you don't even have to pop your head through the door. It's just like that whole frame has just been exploded. Yeah. You just look directly at it, and you see the remnants of two of those large stumps of legs, and you see just bile and, and, and guts and arms and appendages everywhere throughout this room in this perfect uh, circle Nothing's moving. I fire into both of the stumps. <laughs> okay. I, uh, take out, I take out a match and light this place on fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's enough paper and stuff at the... At True the, feather fall tabletop. Yeah, now. like, we just burn shit down here. Um, yeah, so you come in, blow up both of those stumps. It kind of reduces it to a, a bloody ichor that is now just kind of seeping all over. There is no remnant of the sigil that you had laid out in, in the uh, middle of the floor. This room does not look the same. It looks like some kind of bloody tornado came through. Walls are just splattered, whatever walls are left. It kind of like colors its way into that hallway, into the front room. The, the desk is covered. You do find a couple papers underneath that you're able to, and just a few drops of oil left to kind of get it moving in the lamp nearby. Uh, 
and you're able to get that desk in that corner just starting to burn and starting to go off. Um, Lewis, what are you doing as you recover oh, out of this? I take one chair. <laughs> okay, that's right. You do grab the chair on your way up. I think I'm just going to like hobble. I don't know if I'm not that injured, but I'm still going to probably hobble my way back to the car. Like I just am completely shell-shocked at the okay. moment. So I'm making my way back to the car. Making my way back. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you're kind of like dusting yourself off, kind of picking bits of glass and debris and splinters of wood off of you. And you make your, you see the people, you see your uh, group there, um, kind of uh, Archie helping uh, Teddy move a little bit more. Um, what is Archie and Teddy doing? Well, so I assume that we eventually get to a safe distance away and can set um, Teddy down for a moment. Okay. Because I want to try that medicine check. Okay. Um, yeah, let's get a, a medicine check. Let's say Teddy's actions right now are bleeding out. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need help. Ooh. Chat, we need Shoot. you. Oh. Chat, we need you. Uh, anybody can give... You can spend luck on this. That's it's only ten nice, points. So if, if if chat does not come in, you would lose I'll, ten I'll points. I'll spend it. Okay, chat. Shame on you. No, that's okay. We love you. Uh, <laughs> no shame. Uh, yeah. So you lose ten points of luck, but you make this a success. You're able to kind of uh, tie off any big. Uh, well, actually, you're only bleeding from the face, so you're able to just kind of put this this gauze on the head and kind of stuff in any of the big claws claw marks that left a, a gaping wound that's causing most of the blood uh, you're able to shield it from his eyes that was really probably the biggest thing teddy is your eyes were just filling with blood every time you wiped it away uh archie's able to get uh bits of whatever he could find bits of t-shirt anything stuffed in there blood is uh you have stopped bleeding <laughs> but uh you you still hurt but you are stabilized Is, um, Roy, what are you doing? I assume Teddy and Archie and Lewis have moved towards the car. Roy, are you heading there after your, uh, yeah, um, Roy is going to head there. Um, Roy, okay. Roy's going to do a thing he does. Uh, he's going to take, go, go. He's basically going to go around a little bit as a short bit and gather shells and whatnot. He's, he's been a police officer. He knows what to take from a scene. Okay. Yeah, you're able to find your four uh your four shells. I use my unlaw. <laughs> um, my nega law skill. Yeah. Uh you all make it back in the car. Who is going to drive this thing? Uh Teddy, you're kind of decommissioned, I would imagine. Uh I think yeah. I have a decent drive skill. Let me Okay. Check. Um, uh, most of you, you have the ability to drive from point A to point B. It's when we get into like car chases and stuff that the drive yeah. skill would come into play. Okay. So, I mean, if you've driven before, you can drive the car. I just, you know, for sake of, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll drive. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you all kind of load in, uh, you help Teddy get into, uh, the backseat. I would imagine get loaded in, sit down. Um, Archie, I imagine you're back there still kind of tending to him, making sure that yeah. he, um, is okay. And you all are leaving? Yeah, going to the hospital. Say so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to drive quickly to the hospital. Okay. You all drive out of Ross's Corner. You know there's not a hospital in Ross's Corner. Um, you know that Arkham has one, uh, maybe the same hospital, the, the teaching hospital that you uh, last saw 
Rupert Merriweather. But you all leave in this dark hour of of the night. You leave Ross's corner, headlights kind of being fogged up and being cut by the rain that is coming down. As you drive through town, you do see that same hobo that you left, uh, let escape, uh, sitting on the bench outside of uh, Ma Peter's store. Uh, and not, not enough time to see him and stop, but you do kind of catch a glance and, and recognize who that is, and you leave Ross's Corners, making your way to Arkham. And that is where we are going to stop for tonight as we are at the end of the edge of darkness guys oh my god you i thought with the initial grab of teddy uh it was going to be a bloodbath and you are all going to die first i thought you were going to get the ritual done and then you all failed some rolls at uh important time the and last then, moment <laughs> and then that that face grab uh almost decapitating teddy i thought it was it was uh in the dumps but the lurker couldn't get any um any hits after that uh your dodge rolls were saving the day dynamite came in uh, dynamite like it did what it do you know <laughs> this yeah. thing it had 17 hit points so you oh, you definitely wow. there was enough there to blow it out of the uh, room um anyway we have some news here i think but first of all let me thank chat for hanging out with us and donating your uh, channel points and and getting these guys some much needed roles this is going to be the last of Call of Cthulhu for a little while. We are not going anywhere permanently, um, but we are taking a little break. We, we will have a change in some of the cast members, uh, like we said last time, I believe. Um, uh, Kirk, playing Lewis, is, had a change in work schedule. He is going to step away. Hopefully we'll see him again sometime. Maybe the schedule change will get, we'll get a reunion. Um, and, oh, uh, and then, um, Brandon playing Archie is going to step away as well. Uh, so we do have some roles to fill. We're going to miss these guys. Uh, this was a great introduction to uh, call of Cthulhu for me as the keeper. Uh, I want to thank you as the players for doing an awesome job and, and playing up to your characters and having a good time. Uh, I enjoyed it, but this is not the end. Like, I don't want to say that, uh, we will come back. Uh, it's just, it might be a little while uh, as we get things kind of put together here. Uh, so we'll be doing work on the back end, trying to get some more Call of Cthulhu coming your way. So don't go too far away uh, as we will be back. So I can't say thank you enough to the chat and to the players. Uh, it was it, it was fun playing through this. Go ahead, Roy. Uh, one, one side thing. I was just just rolling some stuff on the side. I just, you know, the little after thing rolls. Um, <clears throat> so Roy... Because I'm missing some hit points. We're always trying to patch himself up. He has some bandages and whatnot. And I rolled a 97 out of 30. Yeah, that's a critical day. fail. Yeah, you actually just... cut a vein open. Um, but... Just, just, just a... Yeah, you just... Arterial blood. blood is... Congratulations, uh... Archie. Um, so with that, thank you, everybody. Uh, we are going to uh, fade away into the night on this Tuesday. Uh We'll let we'll give you much head up heads up when we come back with some Call of Cthulhu. Um, maybe these probably these same characters, some of them, and because got to see what happens with Teddy here. <laughs> He's going to need some uh, reconstructive surgery. But uh, with that, we are going to say good night and uh, give you much love. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, here we go. I'll see you later. <laughs>